Hi, and welcome to the Social Angle Podcast. I'm Vinny, and on this episode, I'm joined by Javi Melendez of All-Star Incentive Marketing to talk about TikTok, the video sharing social network taking the globe by storm. Is it right for your promo business? You're about to find out. Javi, welcome to the show. Hey, Vinny, thanks for having me. Much appreciated. Absolutely. We have a really good topic, and I'm excited to talk about it. Should your promo business be on TikTok? This is this is an awesome topic. Can't wait to talk about it. So um, why don't you take a moment, though, to introduce yourself and tell us who you are and uh, where you work. Yeah, so my name's uh, Javier Melendez. I'm with All Star Instead of Marketing. I'm an account executive here. Um, I've been in the industry now over 10 years, going back to uh, trade high school, vocational high school. And, uh, no, I, I love the industry. I've been around it for a while, but really kind of uh, jumped more um, in-depth online and such. And, and uh, yeah, that, that's pretty much me. I, you know, I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> wow, so you're a veteran. I didn't know you were in this industry this long. Ten years? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, about ten years. I started on a printing press uh, in, in vocational high school, you know, sophomore, junior year, and then senior year. I was screen printing, and that was in 2010. Oh wow! Okay, so no. I didn't I didn't know that. Um, <laughs> good to know. All right, so right down to the topic TikToks. You use TikTok a lot, and for those who don't know, it's a, it's a video sharing platform. Um, you know, it's really taking the world by storm right now. Uh, but not many people they don't know much about it, including me. The only thing I know about it is that my daughter, who's going to be 12 next month, uses it all the time, and she creates these really fun, <laughs> wacky videos, and it's it's she loves it. Um, but that's pretty much the extent of my knowledge of it. Can you give us the basics of this social media platform? Yeah, so um, think of TikTok in a way of Twitter and Instagram had a kid, uh, in the sense that, <laughs> you know, a lot of the videos are trendy. They're based on hashtags. You know, the, the, the videos that are based around what's trending that day and such will get, you know, more views and such. Um, videos are kind of like Instagram stories where they're either 15 seconds or a minute long. You uh, So what I love about the platform is actually the video um, taking um, portion of it. Okay. Um, I find it's better to use than um, like Instagram stories and whatnot. You can really do some fun, cool effects. Um, it's easy. There's timers and such that and it chops it up. So it's kind of like if you had Adobe, but like on your phone and it's not as intense mm -hmm. and you can put it in the captions and stuff. So that's why I love actually using it more than necessarily some of the videos that are on there. Okay. But there's great content creators out there um, in the platform that are making some uh, great content. And that's where you see a lot of like the college level and uh, a little bit of younger generation right. is really opting to it because the content creators are creating these uh, videos that relate to culture, lifestyle, trends, um, and, and those hashtags that are trending that day, songs that are trending, okay. artists that are trending. So, and, uh, so you yeah. said that the videos are 15 seconds long. Is that is that kind of a standard number? So it's not the it, – it, you can record them in 15-second or a minute-long okay. variations, um, but 15-second videos or less actually have the – probably highest probability of being fully watched. Okay, and gotcha. Liked. Yeah. Right. Okay. So so for you it's easy to use, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I do it in my desk. I use my phone. I, I don't have any type of professional uh recording equipment at all. I actually joked with my wife I was gonna get a light ring to uh do some better videos and she literally laughed and and, and 
busted it got laughing she was laughing so hard so <laughs> it's just it's it's just my phone <laughs> right so you're doing everything just with your phone just my phone okay because i see there's like a lot of filters on it um there's all these like voiceovers all that stuff mm -hmm. is done right through the through the t tiktok app right yep so sounds um other people make sounds and stuff and you can use videos from other people's uh, sounds from other people's videos as your own i actually mostly don't use my voice i actually use other people's sounds when i do um my videos or, and songs that are trending and stuff like that um that's where i'm pulling them from it's not me okay just, right you know i know I've, I've seen some of your videos and i'm like you know that i know that's not your voice and i'm like i mm -hmm. guess this is the app you're, you're actually getting that con that those voiceovers right from the app exactly yeah okay. that's all done right in the app okay um all right so have you seen any impact on your business because of your use of tiktok so no and uh i'm gonna caveat that with uh i'm not trying to measure roi in the traditional sense. Okay. I'm measuring LOV, love, which is love of video. Mm -hmm. um, so my, my my philosophy is if I can make someone laugh, chuckle, tag their coworkers because they can relate to it, um, then I'm going to call it a success. You know, if somebody, you know, I, I kind of believe in the power of putting something out that's good and, mm -hmm. you know, make people laugh, like, you know, they like it, love it, um, they comment on it. If they get a moment of joy, that's kind of where I find it rewarding. I feel if you know if i do that enough then eventually some good will come back my way but just trying to have fun with it and be a little bit different than what we normally see in the industry right so i mean the reason we're having this podcast today is because i've noticed your account um on twitter you're posting all of your your tiktoks from from tiktok on twitter and you're doing all this these funny videos and i and i'll tell you something I do. I look forward to your videos every day. So, so in a way, like you say, it's not really impacting your business, but uh, you know, I think it is. I think from a brand awareness perspective, people are starting to take notice of your videos. Well, I appreciate that. I, I, I really do. Yeah, I mean, it, uh, to me, it's like you know, you're standing out and you're standing out big time. And I'm not even on TikTok. Um, so, can you talk a little bit more about? Um, like you're creating these videos on the platform TikTok. How easy is it to share it to other networks? So yeah, it, the platform actually makes it really easy. Um, they kind of have a almost a direct integration with uh, Instagram. You can just look up your account. Same thing with uh, Twitter. Okay. But what I do is when I make the video and I actually post it, then I will. Um, it saves to my phone into my uh, photos folder. I, so I see. I can just go ahead and post it other places. And I get more traction in other places like Twitter, like um, Facebook. I'll put it in a certain Facebook group. And uh, if it's like very industry specific, like if I'm making fun of UPS screwing up a uh, next day delivery mm -hmm. uh, and people see that and they'll laugh at that. And, you know, everyone's kind of dealt with that, uh, not to trash on UPS or anything, but right. it's, it's happened and it's um, everyone has that frustration. So it gives them a, a moment of laughter and all of a sudden I'm like, wow, 50, 60 people laughed at this video of me talking about how you shouldn't send a PowerPoint file for your print-ready art, quote-unquote. <laughs> that was, that, by the way, that's one of my favorites. Um, you know, uh, because it, I, I, I see that common complaint all the time, you know, and, you know, the fact that you jump on actual industry trends to do these videos, these videos are not just funny in a sense that has nothing to do with the industry. You're actually taking on, you know, industry topics and creating videos around that. And I think that's actually, you know, genius. Um, you mentioned that um, you pushed to Twitter, 
what other networks are you pushing to content wise so it depends um on the video and so like for let's put it this way all my all my tiktoks are on my instagram and you can actually see them all um because i highlighted them in a highlight folder on my on my profile page so if you go to javi's demand j-a-v-i-s-d-a-m-a-n and you go on my profile page there's actually a highlight folder called tiktok and that's all of mine that i've done i okay. just saved there and then um twitter gets them all you know but twitter's it, you can get lost in the shuffle because there's just so much, and especially if it's a promo chat day where I'm always tweeting all day. Um, and then LinkedIn, I'm very specific on it. So if I'm doing one, say, safety-wise, um, we play a lot in the safety space in our company, so I might go and post it in an OSHA group, let's say. Or um, if I'm talking about uh, an employee engagement post, I might go put that in an HR professional's um, face, uh, LinkedIn group. Um, or share it with someone and share it with my network there. It really kind of depends on the message and what I'm trying to do okay. if, with the video specifically for that day. Okay, so what you're saying is is co different content for different networks? Yeah, it de depending. But yeah, Instagram gets it all. My stories get it every mm -hmm. every day. And my, my Twitter gets gets it every day. But LinkedIn's the only one I kind of throttle it a little. Okay, and it, it's also worth noting that um, all these uh, videos get a TikTok watermark, correct? So... <laughs> So yep. when you create the content um, and you're pushing to different networks, TikTok makes sure that anybody who sees it on different networks knows that this is a TikTok video. So that's why they're they're allowing people to share to different networks. That's correct, right? I'm just yeah, it's to my knowledge. Yeah, that's okay. That's, that's it. Okay. Um, all right. So now to to more controversial. You you've been you've been known to drop f bombs in some of your some of your videos. Uh, have you had any <laughs> like like what kind of um, you know. Uh, feedback have you gotten like i think it's awesome i think it's genuine i think it's you know you're being transparent um you know have you had anybody like say hey you know like i'm turned off by this you know you're you're cursing you know in a video um have you had anybody complain or anything well let me put it this way if you're nervous about my f-bombs you should stay off tiktok and probably social media in general <laughs> i mean there's there's um you know on tiktok you know, yeah, it's a lot of college kids, but there's also a lot of, like, dark humor where you're mm -hmm. just sitting there like, what the hell is this? Um, and listen, I don't market or make videos for, you know, 16-year-olds. That's not what I'm doing. You know what I mean? Everyone that, you know, is, I, is on my my stuff is essentially an adult. I mean, even if they're college kids, they're adults. And trust me, college kids are saying a lot worse stuff than, than what you think they are. So, Absolutely. Um, you know, if, you're, if, if because of that, it's like, okay, that's fine, but if stay off tiktok because otherwise you're just gonna be like what the fuck was that <laughs> <laughs> hey man this is a family show what are you doing <laughs> now i appreciate <laughs> I, I appreciate it man you're being real um so um so so final well not the final question the penultimate question which is my next to last question i'm going to hit you with really the crux of the topic here um so uh, a couple months ago, I sat in this very chair with a colleague of mine, and we talked about TikTok as a viable social media platform for the promo industry. We were both adamant that it was not going to be a platform people should be on. But here I am sitting with you talking about it today on a podcast. Tell me, <laughs> you know, tell me, shoot from the hip. Should people in this industry be on TikTok? Yes and no, and I hate when I have to say that, but... 80% of the industry would probably not see value from it. Okay. Um, 
if you're a brand, you're going to see value from um, the platform. Or if you're doing something different, let's say, uh, well, actually, I can give you a great example. This uh, this uh, lady, I follow her account, at TCBCO, she makes inappropriate drinkware, which has, uh, again, this goes back to the, the, the question we just had, but uh, she makes videos and stuff like that with her brand that she does, and she has an Etsy shop, and with that, she makes sublimated uh, mugs and coasters and uh tote bags and stuff and so like one of the videos she just had was a tote bag and it said none of this crap is mine and she's a mom so obviously a lot of moms would get that reference that you know snacks and stuff like that for the kids but then you have other people who are standing out like jeremy picker who's doing great videos about how him and his team go to a mall to check trends on decorations and merchandising and how he's using that for his um his client and sharing that and sharing those experiences or natasha um, who had a huge video go viral on the platform, um, just taking some uh, videos at a recent conference uh, she was at. So it depends on what your target is. I would say for our industry, though, if you're a distributor um, who's trying to market towards, say, college, or if you have specific industries you want to target, like a culinary industry or automotive industry, if you go on the platform, look at the hashtags of some of the uh, – some of the industry hashtags, like if you're an automotive, you might look up mechanic. If you're culinary, you might look up, um, you know, food or whatnot. And you can see some of the hashtags that are being used, some of the videos that are getting great trends and likes and stuff like that. Um, but from a supplier standpoint or even a service provider standpoint, I don't 100%. I mean, you can obviously, if you have a brand, like if you had an outdoor brand of products, you know, and you wanted to have start getting into TikToks and stuff like that, I don't see really how that would work unless sure. you partnered up with an influencer or something like that. Right. And then the influencer was pushing those products, but that's a kind of a little bit of a long form um, way of trying to get some ROI. But especially from a distributor standpoint, again, if you're targeting tailgates, if that's your crowd, if you're targeting the automotive industry, but if you don't, if if you don't find fun in it, I don't think you should do it either because sure. it's going to be very quick to tell that. You're not having fun. You're just posting blog content, and and those it, it's not worth your time. It right. needs to be fun. You need to have fun doing it because it's a very authentic platform. Video is a very authentic, um, absolutely, yep, way to market. So, so, so I mean that's a that's a really good diplomatic answer. I think it it really depends on the company. You know, it's you know whether or not you can you know make it work for you is really I think up to the company. And I think you know you just have to test the waters. Um, you know. I was just talking to a colleague about, you know, hey, should ASI be on TikTok? And that's something we have to really kind of look into because from what I've seen you do and, you know, Jeremy um, and Natasha, it's like, you know, maybe it's worth, uh, you know, testing the waters. Where four months ago, I was absolutely convinced that there was no way we should be on TikTok. But I digress. Yeah, I mean, if you look at, I can give you a couple of, of, of similar accounts. I mean, if you look at NASCAR, they make great videos about, uh, you know, trendy videos. You see stuff on the stuff that they're doing. They give you behind the scenes on the on uh, the haulers and they and and how they how fast those guys they time the guys on on taking off the wheels. Or even like Washington Post, which, you know, if you don't like the newspaper, sorry, but they make some really funny um, and trendy and, and current and topical videos. Uh, and they they have a great I, I don't know the gentleman's name, but they have a guy that does their their TikTok kind of like how you you handle the Twitter account right. and it's just really funny really trendy um i kind of look forward to those videos because i'm like well a i like nascar but b huh. you know it's just funny how some of them go right 
So I think the, the key word here is funny. Make your videos funny and TikTok. You get an audience. Yeah, that, for me it is. I mean, some people like the educational topic. I like just I like going on there, you know, in 15, 20 minutes a day and just kind of blowing off some steam yeah. and laughing a little bit. Yeah, you, I haven't seen one that didn't make me laugh yet, so, <laughs> so keep it up. All right, so final question. I always end our podcast with either a pop culture or a sports question. So I know you're a sports guy. We're both sports guys. Um, you just happen to be in Boston. I'm a New York guy, um, you know, natively. Uh, but this is a question about baseball. So do you think that the Astros should have their 2017 World Series vacated? The cheating, oh, the cheating scandal, yes. Oh, boy. All right, well, first off, I'm not going to hold it against you if you're a Yankee fan. I mean, I'm <laughs> friends with a few of them, so I'm not going to hold it against you. But regardless, uh, no, I don't think uh, they should have it vacated. And in fact, the commissioner um, called the World Series trophy a piece of metal, and right. put an, uh, putting an asterisk on it would be futile. So MLB, MLS, NFL, they're all corporate organizations. They all made their money. The MLB already made their money on 2017. So, And the fact that uh, it's telling me that he's not going to put uh, – real punishment on any of the players for their cheating scandal. I mean, even like the Red Sox, same year, the Red Sox also got busted for using Apple Watches for, for science um, in 2017 against the Yankees, actually, to, to bring it back to this Yankees-Red Sox feud. And so at this point, you know, I would say, no, they shouldn't have it vacated. In fact, I think it should t they should take it a next step further, double down on their efforts, and lift the ban of Pete Rose for betting on games back <laughs> in the 80s. Because you can't tell me betting on a game is worse than feeling science during a World Series and winning a championship. You know what I mean? I 100% uh, agree with you on both cases i think the astros don't i don't think they they should be vacating their championship i think baseball should just move on i mean i think there's going to be a lot of you know the players policing themselves this season you know the astros i think are going to get hit by a lot of pitches this year um unfortunately because there was no uh, repercussions for the players themselves um you know yeah, and, i hope and, not uh, i i hope I, not either I, you know i just want to move on from this you know i'm a you know like you, you know, I think if we vacate 2017, I think that's going to open up baseball to even more scrutiny. And yes, Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame. So on yeah. that on that note, I think, uh, you know, you know, we'll conclude our podcast. But Javi, thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule today. Uh, you probably took a few minutes away from creating a TikTok. Um, <laughs> but but actually, thank you so much for your time today. No, thank you so much. Happy to, happy to be on. So, so happy to ask. Thank you so much. Absolutely. We'll see you next time on the Social Angle Podcast.